Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. Hey, David, we've got some exciting things to tell our listeners. I know, I'm so excited. There's a live event coming up. Yes, August 25th, Huddle with the Hosts, a live event where you can ask us questions about ADHD, get our feedback, we'll have special topics, all kinds of exciting things. Yeah, this is so exciting, Dana, because it gives us a way to add a new dimension for people who are members of our kicking team, which we've been talking about a little bit, but this is actually the first chance to talk about this exciting live event. And I can't wait because you, Dana, are so... You're great on this podcast, but I tell you, if people get to interact with you, it's a whole different level. Okay, David, there's a lot of pressure there, but we can handle it. So uh, Roundhouse Kicker members can attend live. And if you are a Dropkick member, you get a recording of the live event. Yeah, so great way for you as a member to get some new value. It's just hopefully the first of, of many exciting events and things, right? So yeah, we're up to lots of good things here on Kixim ADHD. So go to the website, kixamadhd.com, join. Slash join, that's right. Slash join and become a member today and you'll get more information about huddling with the hosts. Kixamadhd.com slash join. All right, Dana, it's that time again. We get to Kixam ADHD, David. Bam! Let's kick that to the curb, man. Absolutely. With a big, violent, hefty kick. Yeah. Hey, before we do, though, I think you've got an exciting announcement to make, don't you? I I love this idea of thanking our members. You know, people who have, they've taken the time to go to the website, maybe make a little contribution or join as a member, as the case may be. And I wanted to you know, reach into the pile of people who have made this uh, decision, Dana, and pull one out and thank this person on the show. What do you think? Yes, I think we should. So our first is Cassandra. David, tell us a little bit about Cassandra. Well, you know, we want to make sure that no one feels concerned that we're going to reveal their personal information on the show, right? So... What we, I think, should do is just invent some information about someone. So, I mean, her name is Cassandra. This but is maybe, invented? Well, you no, mean, no. The her fact name that is she's real. a Greek priestess is invented? And that she foretold part, the exis- existence of ADHD and specifically this podcast with her? That part might be invented, yes. <laughs> but the fact that Cassandra became a dropkicker and is giving $7 a month to kick some ADHD the podcast, that part's not invented. We're excited about that. Thank you, Cassandra, the Greek priestess. Yes. Thank you, Cassandra. The sad thing, though, about Cassandra, the original in the Greek mythology, is that she was doomed to accurately predict things, but no one would ever believe her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) Kind of sounds like my life before managing my ADHD. You know, I would try to do things, and I was going to do... I would do them well, but... 
there was always something about it that didn't turn out right. Always something. Well, let's help people turn things out right with their ADHD. So what are we talking about today, David? This is episode well, 59. I know, 59. And, and this one has been titled The ADHD Spot Treatment Technique. I feel like it's like one of those people that shows up and they, they want to sell you the vacuum cleaner. So they put a bunch of stuff on your floor and then they vacuum it up. Oh, you know my what I'm talking about? God, we had that happen when I was a little girl. Oh, it was did so much really? fun. Oh, was yeah. it really? Yeah. yeah. Did, they, did they then leave you a super clean spot on your floor and, and the, on the carpet I and then all around the it was floor, still dirty? But I remember he vacuumed under my brother's mattress. Oh, Wow, and it was, was that noisy? disgusting. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> yes, yes. But this is a spot treatment thing. And we, because we, we've talked about different ways to address stuff. But Dana, this is like something that you, that you like to bring up for, for people that have sort of like an immediate need for something. Is that? Yeah. You know, yeah. here's what's going on, David. So ADHD, I like to think of it as it's this tangle that snarls life. And untangling ADHD takes time. So if you think of a hose that, Oh my gosh, I spent like 15 minutes untangling a hose the other day or a, a fishing line or something like that that just gets so snarled and that you have to pull it apart, tweeze it apart gently. ADHD is like that. It doesn't impact just one area of life. It impacts a whole bunch of different areas. Yeah, and so we are working on becoming more consistent over the long term with a variety of different things, but sometimes there's something that just needs attention because it's actually, like you said, snarling everything else, right? Right, right, and everything needs attention, but you can't give everything attention at once. You cannot handle everything at once. It's overwhelming, leads to frustration and discouragement, and so we got to pick, okay, what am I going to work on first? How am I going to approach unsnarling this mess of my ADHD life? And that's why I thought, you know, this is like a spot treatment technique. I love it. It's a great analogy. It's frustrating to me because I want to fix everything all at once and be perfect. Which Of course you do. That's I ADHD. Had, yeah. We want to fix everything at once and we can't fix everything at once. And when we try to, we get frustrated. It's unrealistic. We lose focus. We drop it and run off to something else and just think, ah, my life's a dumpster fire anyway of ADHD stuff. I'm never going to be able to make progress. Let's just forget about it. Yeah, so this way is much more realistic. <laughs> We're going to make progress. I know. Listen to his voice. We're going to make progress, persistent progress over time, building consistency. Oh, does that sound boring? It kind of does. I'm sorry. I hate to, I hate to be that guy. But, but realistic. We've talked about being realistic yeah. before on the podcast, David. Yep. Yeah, and reality is, if we try to fix it all at once, we will absolutely fail and we'll make no progress. So this right. way, way, this is way better than that. Right. So yeah, but also like sometimes there's a big spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we need to use the spot treatment technique. I want to talk before we dig into it a little bit more. I want to talk about because I I know it sounds boring to do little bits at a time, but in the ADHD Success Club and the new season starts in September. Yay. Um, anyway, sorry, I, my mind just took a, oh, it just broke, but there we go. I'm back. Um, if back. we, if people in the success club who do not make progress, because there are some people who get in there and they last for a few months and they drop out. Right. And then there are other people who have been in and they are there for a couple of years or more, and they're making incredible progress. They're, they're the ones whose lives are changing. What's the difference? The people who don't succeed 
are the ones who get in there, they try and do everything at once, they give up in frustration, or the ones that get really excited and join and never do anything, And oh boy. but we don't even want to talk about them. But the right. ones who get frustrated and stop. So, I, so what I work with them on is, no, we got to just pick one thing. And you can learn about a lot of stuff, but pick one thing to be really focused on, that front burner topic that we talked exactly. about. Exactly. I was just ago. about to say yeah. that front burner thing is so good. And the nice thing about the Success Club, too, is that you guide people from week to week through, you know, so that you if you have a major snarl somewhere, it's going to get addressed in the in the Success Club. But it's it's guided. And so you just you just have to accept that the, the process is going to work and you got to yeah. allow the process to do its job. And realize that success comes from persistent action over time. Yeah. And that is contrary to how we live our ADHD lives. However, if you want to change, if you want ADHD to be easier, then that we've got to shift the mindset. We just have yeah. to. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. So, so today's the spot treatment. Yeah. So what got me thinking about this is, have you ever experienced one of those little tied stain pens, David, where you spill coffee or something down your white blouse. I hope you're not wearing a white blouse. Um, and and then you think, oh my gosh, here we go. Have you ever used yeah. this little yeah. I have, yeah. And I and, and I don't keep those things around. I forget to buy them, but I have had the tie I used to travel with one because when I was traveling back before there was a pandemic. Remember when we used to travel? Yeah. For business I would always keep one, but it's been so long I don't think I even have any anymore. Okay. Well, I love these things because um, I tend to spill a lot, and um, same. I don't have to wash the whole item of clothing. I can just get that little stain out, which is really helpful if you're walking into a meeting and you just spilled coffee on your shirt. Like you know, <laughs> it's not yeah. not a good time to yeah. wash the shirt. <laughs> okay, so so this is the same idea. We want to spot treat enough of your ADHD. Oh my gods! And eventually, your life will overall be easier. <laughs> Oh, the ADHD OMGs. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. I, I had a case of those recently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, didn't you? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay. So the spot treatment. Any thoughts, questions before we dig into how to do this, David? So, I mean, the goal here is to think about something that actually does really need attention now, right? So you can't. Yeah. So this is partly prioritization here. It's like there's a thing that's got the kink in the hose and the kink in the hose, no matter what else you do to the rest of the hose, that kink is going to stop it. Right. So you just pick the thing that's actually causing the biggest snarl right now. Is that right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, You can do it that way. You know, I used to have in the success club in the first couple of years, I would have people list all their ADHD symptoms and challenges at the very first um, uh, module. And I realized quickly that this was just, it didn't help. It was so overwhelming. And they just thought, oh my God, my life's a dumpster fire and I'm never going to get better. It's far worse than I ever knew. I'm peace out, bye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, six years into the success club, I've learned a few things and we don't do that anymore. What we want to do is look at it. Okay. What, pick a couple or three things that are challenging you the most. Just what bugs you the most? What bugs your loved ones the most? What are... What ADHD symptoms are causing the most friction in your life? Yeah. So we, we're picking our problem. So two or three, not a lot. We're, we're, yeah. picking, we're picking the, the, yeah. the most challenging or the, yeah. or the most annoying. or. And then, and then we're d- diving down even farther is, okay, what's the one that's causing the worst problem? Or what's the one that might be the easiest to fix? I, that, Ooh, I, I like, like that the approach easy to fix. Yeah. yeah, because it's like it's a way to get a quick win. 
And then you feel like you're making progress, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the most bang for your buck. I like that idea. And people can spend a lot of time trying to figure out which, what to pick. Pick something, anything. Can you magic eight ball it if you, if you need to <laughs> make can the you decision? Do, I'm sorry, I was talking. What did you say? Oh, can you magic eight ball it if you don't have the, you know, the, yes. I, sorry, it's just a dumb idea. Yes. You can shake it and it will go away. Um, yeah, there we go. If that's what you mean. Um, so just pick one. Anything is better than nothing. Okay. All right. So we, the first thing we need to do is pick our problem and we need to get specific with it. Okay. Okay. How about an example? Examples are good. I like examples. Yeah. So a couple of, was it months ago now, weeks ago, a few weeks ago when we were talking about clutter? Yeah. I don't remember what module it was, David, but we did do a couple of weeks on clutter. We and did. I mentioned the idea of following the clutter to identify where the organizing systems are broken because that clutter is a wonderful clue. It was, it was 52, episode 52, your clutter is costing you, and then 53, crack your clutter conundrum. We oh, were... God. We were alliterative in we those. We were in an alliterative yeah. phase. Um, so but that's a big one, especially if you live with a neat freak and you have ADHD and you clutter. Which yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah, or so let's let's okay. So follow the clutter, and then maybe you look. You've decided okay, the bathroom floor is a mess, and there's piles of wet towels that are molding and dirty clothes, and it's kind of disgusting and. And so pick one of those to work oh. on first. So we want to get specific. So maybe you decide, okay, getting the wet clothes off of the, no, let's do the dirty clothes. Let's okay. get the dirty clothes off of the bathroom floor. And that's the front burner habit that you want to change. Okay. So I like this because this is not just specific to clutter. This is specific to clutter in the bathroom and it's the dirty clothes. So like we're drilling way down here to a specific, super specific thing. And we're yeah. saying we're going to tackle that one thing first rather than I won't be cluttered anymore. So I'm going to fix all right. my clutter problems. Yeah, I'm going to fix all of my clutter problems and I will never have any clutter anymore. And I'm going to do it all at one time. Yeah. That's Let not realistic. That You've got to be realistic. So you got to drill down, drill down, drill down. Get specific with what problem you're going to fix. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's super specific. So what, pick a challenge, something that bugs you, your loved ones, something that's easy to manage and pick one, drill down, get okay. specific. Okay. I like that. And then, okay. so, you've, so we've decided, okay, we're going to work on the dirty clothes. Okay. We're going to change our life so we no longer are throwing dirty clothes in the bathroom floor. Okay. 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 So, so then we get into what um, my coaching, my ADHD coach trainer Madeline with Haney a bazillion years ago called Sherlocking. Ah, Think Sherlock. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. So we start to investigate. And we always start with how do you want it to be? Okay. So I want to walk in the bathroom and not have dirty clothes all over the floor. So wait, if you want there to be no shirts that are dirty on the bathroom floor, this is a no shirt Sherlock moment? <laughs> oh, David. No oh shirt, Sherlock. Oh okay. my God. Oh, I that am a was, dad. Uh, I have to have the dad joke sometimes. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah but that's, yeah. That we don't really want there good. to be dirty shirts. Yeah. No, get no your, shirt, Sherlock. Get your shirt off the floor, Sherlock. Yeah. Okay, so that's how we want it to be. No more no more yeah. shirts on the floor. Okay. okay. 
So how do you want it to be? No more shirts on the floor. And you kind of think, okay, I can visualize that. I walk in, oh, there may be some wet towels because I haven't gotten there yet, but no dirty clothes on the bathroom floor. Makes sense. Now, and then we start to do our Sherlocking. So what's going on? Okay. Why are there dirty, why are there dirty clothes on the bathroom floor? Well, well I go to get undressed. I'm going to get in the shower. I just take everything off and drop it. Yep. Yeah. There it is. Now, that's the real thing that's really happening, but our first thing is probably going to be, oh, I'm just such a lazy slob, and I just throw dirty clothes on the bathroom floor. Oh, gosh, yeah, and because I'm, I suck, and I'm terrible at life, and this is just because I'm awful, and, and there it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So right. we, don't, we want to go deeper than that first initial. I'm just a loser that throws my clothes on the floor. We want to go deeper than that. We want to yeah. go to what's really happening. And yeah, because so there's... I'm on, so There's it's, this a proximate is just, cause. The shower. Yeah, this is just a fact. Yeah, yeah, I take exactly. my clothes off. I drop them on the floor. And I jump in the shower and I just move on and never pick them up. I don't, yep. for whatever reason. So then our next thing is what's the why? Why? What leads to you dropping the clothes on the floor? Because I'm tired when I'm, it's time to take a shower. I'm exhausted. I don't want to think about anything. I just need to get in the shower. And so I just am like, ah, I can't wait to get in the shower. So here we go. Okay. That's not actually what happens for me, but this, I'm just, I'm, I'm yeah, like assuming the role. Yeah, no, that's good. Role. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Assuming the role. And then, all right. And then is there another why? And often with this one, it's because the dirty clothes hamper is too hard to get to. Oh, right. It's not next to the shower. Right. Or there's a lid on it that you have to open up. You, you've, you've hit on a, a funny thing. My dirty clothes hamper is right next to the entrance to the shower and it's, probably why i put my clothes in it <laughs> yeah 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 mine is too and it and it doesn't have a lid so some of them have these fancy lids and they you know you have to open it and or the it's in the bedroom instead of the bathroom or wherever and it's too hard to put the dirty clothes away oh man this is so practical i'm gonna make myself a note keep talking this is okay like, yeah yeah i, I know love, this I, is yeah, uh, I'll keep talking. Okay, he's right. No, this is really super helpful. I actually have a solution to something that's been bugging me now. <laughs> okay, so you write that down so you don't forget, and I'll just keep going. Yeah. The idea here, David, is that easy things get done. And often, we don't do things for a couple of reasons. One is it's too hard to do. Right. 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 It's so too it's complicated. There's too much friction. Too yeah. many steps, too many motions to put the clothes in the hamper. So if it's too hard to do, we're not going to be able to change. We may be able to change for a couple of days, but it won't be sustainable. So right. we've got to make it as easy as possible for most of the time we put our clothes in the hamper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where your your dirty clothes are, are encountering the floor. Makes sense. Yep. yep. So then it leads to our next Sherlocking question is what's one small thing I can do to make, start making it easier? relocate the hamper yeah or get rid of the lid the right. reason i'm on to the lid or make it big enough right because it's full that's the other that was my well, other thought is like sometimes it's just full because i don't do my laundry quickly enough and so well, yeah i mean i growing up we had a little hamper in the bathroom that seemed like it was logical except you put like two or three things in there and it would you had to open a drawer to do it first and then you it would only hold a couple of things Oh, man. Yeah. And so we just ended up starting to throw our clothes all over the place. And my mother never could make progress on this because she had to 
kids with ADHD and it was just, you know, it's full. I'm, you know, what am I going to do? So we just, right, yeah, it's not my fault. It's full. I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So what's, what can you, what do you need to do to make it easier? Okay. To, so you might relocate to do the action. Yep. Yeah. Right. To whatever it is you're talking about. And, and we're talking about dirty clothes in the bathroom floor right now, but all ADHD symptoms, you start, some are harder to figure out than mm-hmm. others, but you, you work through this process. Right. And we're still Sherlocking at this point, right? Yeah, this is we're still, still our Sherlocking. Sherlock. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. So what are the front burner habits you need? After you've made it easier to put the clothes in the hamper. Okay. So don't I, step in the shower without putting the clothes in the hamper, right? Or you can do it after. I for me, I would do it after. Oh really? I don't okay. know. Either way. Either way. I would I I don't know. You can pick whichever one works for you. As, but the thing is, we've got, and how are you going to remember to pick those clothes up and drop them in the hamper? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have like a, something to help you remember. So if, like for me, like the, my hamper has a lid and that's where I put my towel because it's right next to the shower. So when I get out of the shower, I, so I might have to go in first, but that's just because of my system, right? Yeah. My, my dirty clothes go in there, put the lid then the towel. So now I have a towel when I get out. Yeah. That's my, 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 so- my system. Yeah, so it's, you know, what is your system and figure out what works for you. Everybody's going to be different. There's no right. way to live ADHD. But what we need to do is you need to start thinking, okay, what are the habits I'm going to build and how am I going to remember it? Yeah, because so, we have to we have to remember it. Right, right. right. So yeah. what I've done is, and I work with this a lot with my success club peeps, is training them to see the, see the stuff on the floor. Yeah. Training them to, to visualize it and to see. So it and or put it in a place where you're gonna trip over it. Yeah. And then and then building that habit of no, I don't step over, I pick it up. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one because it's a transferable habit to other parts of the house. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like and then, that. And then you made me need some sort of a reminder also for a while until you get the yeah. habit. Okay. Yeah. So that's the Sherlocking part. What do you what do you want to have happen instead? What's really going on? What's the what's the why behind the what? What's a small thing? How are you going to make it easier? What are the little habits? I know this sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. Yeah, no, it's it's in in, in practice it becomes really simple, but it's just this methodical approach that's yeah. valuable. Yeah. yeah. And then our next step in this is put it on the front burner. And we talked about the reminders, you know, how are you going to remember practice, notice and adjust what doesn't work be kind to yourself. Yes. We're building consistency over time. We are not going from zero to to 80 miles an hour. We're slowly accelerating. So you're not giving us permission to like ream ourselves out when we forget to put the clothes in the hamper. Yeah. We're saying, ah, I missed it, but now I'm noticing and I'm adjusting. Yeah, notice and adjust, notice and adjust and get and and do this practice your front burner habit for a few weeks until you get it, until most of the time you're doing it. Okay. Yeah. Not you we're still not aiming for a hundred percent, we're just doing most, right? David Johnson, we're never aiming for a hundred percent when we've got ADHD. Because mm-hmm. it okay. ain't gonna happen. Right. And I know, right. Mr. Perfectionist, friend of mine, whom I adore to no end. You want to be do everything 100%. That's just not going to happen. 
Yeah, reality is reality. And so if you have a, a significant other who is pissed about the clothes on the bathroom floor, then I think this becomes a moment where we have to invite them into our process and say, you know, I am going to work on this. It's on my front burner. Here's what I'm doing. And rather than ream me out, I'm good at that in myself. I don't need you to ream me out. Rather than ream me out, if you notice something, maybe give me a chance to work on this. Like, I don't yeah. know. Do you tell people to have their significant other, like, actually stop reminding them about stuff so that they can have a chance to work on it? Or how do you? I, I mean, try and it depends on the relationship because some significant others are so fed up. They are so done with yeah. helping with ADHD and or they don't believe it they think it's an excuse you know all kinds of stuff so it depends on the person in the relationship if they can enlist their significant other in or their partner in changing this not reminding them a lot just helping give them space and maybe in a gentle reminder occasional encouragement that's going to be more positive yeah, it really, it really is. I mean, you know, every, every, like you said, every relationship is different and I'm not in a relationship with a significant other at the moment. So, but I, I, I was, and that was, you know, I mean, the clothes on the bathroom floor wasn't an issue. So that's not, that's not what I'm, <laughs> but I'm just imagining like, you know, next time I get into a relationship with a significant other, gosh, how do you, how do you set that paradigm up so that look, Realistically, I have ADHD. There are going to be things that annoy the living crap out of you, but we'll work on them. <laughs> and maybe that's a podcast topic. Ooh, okay. I like it. I yeah. like it. And hopefully we have some significant others listening as a result of episode 58, right? Which, is it an excuse or is it an explanation? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it, yeah, it's significant. Well, And we've kind of gotten off topic here. but Sorry. That's okay. That's what we do. Um, but the significant other role, a significant other person's role, it, it can be huge. Yeah, it really can. It yeah, really we, can. and we do. I'm glad you brought that up because that is part of the equation. But I'm of the belief that we really start to do these things. Yeah, we may start to do it for the other person. I know I did. But I eventually started to do it for myself because I yeah. saw, oh, yeah, he's benefiting, but I'm benefiting way more. Yeah, that's a really powerful thought process. And, and of course, for me, I, don't, I can't speak for everybody. For me, I'm motivated much more typically by helping the other. I so, am too. Yeah. I am too. So. And it was this whole shift in my attitude of, what I need is important. What I want is important. And I was just tired of living like that. I was tired of wading through all the crap. Yeah, makes tired sense. Tired of never knowing what was going to blow up next. Makes Spending sense. days picking up clothes that were strewn around the room. Oh, man. And just managing one crisis after another, right. which was my life. You know, gosh. I, now you're reminding me when I was in the corporate world is in pantyhose and, and skirt suits days. And I, oh. I can't tell you how often I had to wear wet pantyhose because they were never clean. Oh, yikes. Oh, that would be, especially in cold weather, that would be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I think. Los Angeles wasn't that cold, but still it was oh. cold enough, you know. There's a breeze. Yeah. <laughs> yikes. Yeah. yikes. I like this. So this, the, I like this spot treatment technique. I, I really do. And, I, I, you know, the front burner, it, this combines, 
a couple yes. of things here that we've talked about and it gives us a, a nice little a nice little approach yeah yeah so instead of thinking i'm going to fix everything at once it's doing some investigating spot treating one thing at a time and adding it onto your front burner so you start to make significant changes in how adhd impacts your life but then also i love step four practice a little while and yeah because because you can't just oh now i came up with a way to solve that i'll put something else on the front burner nope it's still got to cook yeah, <laughs> no, and boiling, David, that, but yeah. You know, when we talked about that front burner idea a couple of weeks ago, that was part of it is when you put something on the front burner, it stays there until you've pretty much got it down. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. And you got a limited number of front burners, people. Yep. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So pick your problem specifically. No shirt, Sherlock. Sorry. Be, be a Sherlock. <laughs> Pop it on that front burner and practice for a few weeks. And there is your spot treatment solution for ADHD challenges. I love it. I love it. So good stuff here, Dana. I want to just quickly mention something because you said the ADHD Success Club is going to be starting up. Yeah. And depending yeah. on when you listen to this episode, if you're listening on the release schedule, then it's coming up very soon. So you want to get on the waiting list. But if you're listening a little later, get over to DanaRayburn.com and click on the link for the ADHD success club. And remember, you're, David, we've got a promo for, for, uh, podcast listeners. Do you remember yes. what the promo is? I hope you remember what the promo code is. I actually do remember it is. Uh, I don't kick some ADHD, all one word. Is and, it, is there a sum? Okay. You got it. Kick, yeah, kick some ADHD. You're right, and all. I yep, believe it's, it's all caps. Yeah, it's all caps in in the note that I have, which which I assume matters. Kick some ADHD. Just no spaces. Kick some ADHD, and that gets you a nice little discount off the ADHD Success Club. And it's also a good way for you to let Dana know that you heard about the the ADHD Success Club right here on this podcast. Yes, sirree. Stuff and Dana, we also have some great things coming for our members. So. I know that we are starting to talk about this more, but if you would like to be in on the inside of some really good stuff, you can join as a member. We have two levels of membership. And so you can check all of those out, learn more, and join if you'd like. Dropkick is $7 a month. Roundhouse Kick is $21 a month. And it gives you access to some extra goodies. So you can find all of that and more at kicksomeadhd.com slash join. And... We'd love to have you as a member, and we can thank you like we did Cassandra the Greek Priestess at the beginning <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> but don't worry, we won't reveal real details about you. No, we'll we make use, it all up. Yeah, unless you have a like super, super unique name, we'll use your first name. But um, otherwise, we'll, we'll make up the other details, and you know that'll be fun. Yes. Confidentiality is king. Absolutely. We don't want to out you as a person with ADHD if you don't want to be outed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah, uh, been there. Yeah, all right, have. David. So, so that's what we got for today. Go out and practice your spot treatment of your worst ADHD symptoms because what are we all about here at the Kick Some ADHD podcast? Making ADHD easier. It doesn't have to be so hard. So go out and kick some ADHD to the curb. Love it. All right. Talk to you next week, Dana. Bye, David. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. 
Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.